0: So when I saw Star Wars, Star Wars didn't inspire me. I was inspired by God. When I saw Star Wars, I recognized what Lucas had written. Lucas had written the point of view of Satan, how Satan fell from the light to the dark.
1: Mm. So I
0: thought about, wow, and I had read the Bible, and I knew that the Christ was going to come back. He was scheduled to come back in the future, the second coming of him. He had already came the first time. as written by those authors in the Bible, right. the King James Bible. So I wonder what would happen if he came back in the future, coming from a woman, Sarah Connor, is his mother. Mm-hmm. Terminator's the prequel to The Matrix. Neo, the One, because Neo's an anagram—a sneaky way of calling him the One backwards, N E O O N E. So J C John Connor, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, grows up to be Neo in The Matrix. Sweetie, it's past, present, and future time travel. <laughs> Yo,
1: family, welcome to Jonathan Soul. Let's get into Wednesday Rewinds. I'm going to pop in the tape. We're going to hear an interview I did back in the day here on jonathansoul.com. Wednesday Rewinds. Let's listen. Today, I'm interviewing the Oracle. You're like, what? The Oracle? Yeah, the Oracle. You guys remember the Oracle? She was profound, she was a seer. Uh, She provided the inspiration that Neo needed to move forward in his quest. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're all Neos. And I found the Oracle. Her name is Sophia Stewart. Sophia Stewart is the one that originally wrote the story concepts, the ideas, the original material for not only the Matrix movie franchises, but also the Terminator movie franchises as well. As a matter of fact, when you get into this interview, you realize that they were originally one story and that the Terminator was the prequel to the Matrix. Can you dig it? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you the mother of the Matrix.
0: But I am Sophia Stewart, the owner of the Matrix and Terminator and the writer and the creator of those movie franchises.
1: Before I knew all of that, I swore you were urban legend.
0: And, that's and, because that's because you were still in the matrix. plugged <laughs> in. I was still plugged and, in. <laughs> you didn't have any, you didn't have any better sense than to unplug yourself and look for the truth. Exactly. And exactly. there's a lot of people out there that's unplug and they know the truth. And when they go on my website and I have two websites, truthaboutmatrix.com mm-hmm. and matrixterminator.com, which has been out for years. Mm-hmm. And my book, uh, the third I booked, source work where the franchises both franchises come from has been selling around the world since 05
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the fourth installment of the matrix matrix 4 evolution has been out since
1: 2010 wow well i already years, picked up third eye that's incredible
0: well i can't believe you didn't get matrix 4 Oh, well, i'm gonna get the it before the,
1: i'm gonna get it before the night is over but this is the thing so i couldn't be the only cat in the world that thought you were a myth. So tell us more about yourself and how you came upon writing the story that the Matrix and the Terminator came from. How did it all start? Were you always a writer? Were you in another field? How did it start?
0: No, I was always a writer. I, I had started out with a gift. Uh, I have been writing since I was in um, elementary school. Uh huh. Actually, started writing when I was in the seventh grade. And one of my teachers, a college professor, he substituted for my elementary teacher, Ms. Day. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know anything about English. He was the English teacher, but he knew about writing, so he taught us to write. So by the time I got into college, and by the way, I didn't do any high school. I took the New York Regents, mm-hmm. went into college, and I had some famous uh, college professors who were... Famous and they were writers. Whoa, 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 um, whoa! whoa, whoa. You Siegel tested? Form. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You tested out of high school? I didn't have to do high school. I didn't go to high school. I took the New York Regions. I'm from New York City. Uh huh. So I took the New York Regents and scored high and went into college. Wow! Right from junior high? Yeah, I didn't need it. That's I bypassed, amazing. That bypassed high school. Okay. I didn't. I didn't need it. Wow. I scored a 98 on the IRS exam. What does that tell you? A 98. Wow. And it's mathematics. It's something but math. hmm hmm They wanted me to work for them. The IRS wanted me to come and work for them. I was doing taxes when I was 11 years old, dude. Wow. I was already an entrepreneur getting paid more money than adults. The adults were paying me to do their taxes because they didn't even understand taxes. Mm-hmm. I was doing payroll when I was a teenager. I was doing accounts receivable as a teenager, as a kid. So, so, and how, my so... classmates paid me to do their homework. <laughs> and it was a lot. Of, I went to school with a lot of wealthy white kids.
1: Okay, so things just naturally they come naturally to you. Like, how do you learn? You do it once and you remember. Is that the way it goes? I have a I have a photographic memory, Jew.
0: A photographic wow. memory. So that means that you won't be able to retain. Not even one-third of what I can retain. I'm using both lobes of my brains. I'm I'm ambidextrous. Wow. So I'm using both lobes, the right and the left lobe.
3: Okay, okay. So
0: I'm ambidextrous, meaning that I can write with both hands. I got the same strength in both hands. I can knock you out with either hand.
1: Wow. Well, well, hopefully it won't come to that. Now, how did you come to writing The Matrix? Was that your first story? Was that in a series? Like, How did you come to write The Matrix? It
0: was, I I wrote a script in a book. Uh Uh-huh. That was the first thing I wrote while I was at USC film school. Okay. I was at I was at the graduate level at USC film school. I had already had a degree. Wow. A degree in journalism, a double major in law and psychology. Dude, I'm a paralegal. I'm an author, a screenwriter, a poet, a musician, an actress, and all those and a producer.
1: Wow. So you're basically a savant, is, is is that the term?
0: Well, I'm not a savant. I'm, I think I'm a little bit. I'm a what you call a polymath, like Tesla and Da Vinci, Leonardo okay. da Vinci, dude, okay. Okay. like those a polymath. Gotcha. Polymath When you look at Matrix, sweetie, you're looking at quantum physics. You're looking at calculus. Mm-hmm. You're looking at sacred ancient geometry from from seven thousand years ago, all the way from the Nile. Mm. And the pyramids. Which so, comes so from our us, DNA.
1: So tell us what inspired you to write the story. What were some of the English? Well my
0: I'm a I'm my my grandmother's full blooded Cherokee, my father's Portuguese, so I have the gift of sight. Okay. So when I saw Star Wars, Star Wars didn't inspire me. I was inspired by God. When I saw Star Wars, I recognized what Lucas had written. Lucas had written the point of view of Satan, how Satan fell from the light to the dark. Mm. So I thought about, wow, and I had read the Bible, and I knew that the Christ was going to come back. He was scheduled to come back in the future, the second coming of Him. He had already came the first time as written by those authors in the Bible,
2: right.
0: the King James Bible. So I wondered what would happen if He came back in the future, coming from a woman, Sarah Connor is His mother. Mm-hmm. terminators the prequels to the matrix neo the one because neo is the anagram a sneaky way of calling him the one backwards n-e-o-o-n-e so <laughs> jc john connors oh. jesus christ grows up to be neo in the matrix sweetie it's past present and future time travel so the matrix and
1: the terminator were Ill- it's one story
0: yeah, they one story Terminator is the prequel to The Matrix, and Sarah Connor is Neo's mother, dude. Wow. Matrix Matrix, come out of the Bible. It's a seven-year-old generic word that comes from the Bible, 7,000-year-old. If you go into the King James' Bible, Matrix is mentioned five times. Uh, Exodus thirty-fourth chapter nineteenth verse, God says, He who opens up the Matrix are my children born with souls. Hmm. Because man would create his own children, the Terminators, the clone microchip wow. cyborgs, naked without shame, wrapped wow. in flesh, killed kill, but cannot be killed, but killing. Wow. That all comes from me, dude. I wrote the second coming of Christ uh-huh. metaphorically, yeah. the evolutions of consciousness, man versus the machine.
2: Wow! In other
0: wor- words, in other words, that the Christ has to come back and take on the flesh and go through the journey. That's Neo's journey mm-hmm. to overcome the machines and to be an example, so we all could become one.
1: Wow.
0: We all are Neo's.
1: I swear and that is so much is more. That is so much more elegant what? than what we saw in the movies. Just what you just told us.
0: Well, you saw bits and pieces of it, dude, because all they did was adapt my work to the screen, but they couldn't adapt all of it. You can't adapt the whole book. Right. You can't adapt the whole script to the screen. You can only get bits and pieces to adapt because the movie's only two hours long.
1: Yeah. Now, I was reading The Third Eye uh, this morning. So, The Third Eye, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to... Um, I bought it from Amazon. If you look up Sophia Stewart, you can find it there. You can also find the Matrix 4, or you can go to uh, matrixterminator.com, and you can pick it up there. Is that correct, Sophia?
0: Yeah, because on my website, you get to talk to me. Okay. You get to have a free consultation with me. So a lot of my fans buy directly from me. I made it cheaper on Matrix Terminator, $35, Mm
2: -hmm. as
0: opposed to $40 on Amazon. Because Amazon makes you pay taxes and shipping and handling. I don't do that. For the one fee of $35, my fans get to talk to me in a consultation. Mm-hmm. They, and the shipping and handling and tracking is all included. My company will mail out the books to you, and they will track them UPS tracking or FedEx. Oh, perfect. Okay. And PayPal handles the money, so everything's all good. Oh, perfect.
1: All right. So when I get the Matrix 4, I'll just buy it directly from your site instead of Amazon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you
0: can get it from me. That would be great. Okay. And because I and yeah, cause I told all the foreigners to be a lot of foreign people from all over the world buy my book, and I send them to Amazon because the money exchange and handling the money and exchanging it is, is, a, is a big process. Mm-hmm. And so, so Amazon is good at that. For the foreign sales, because my books are selling over there in Dubai, over in Russia, Germany, France, Italy, um, London, Australia, the Caribbean islands, Peru. I mean, it blew my mind when I, Peru, and uh, of course, Korea and Japan and and China.
3: They really love
0: the matrix.
1: I'm very
0: serious, dude. So and you're popular. You're I'm popular around
1: the world. It's just that—is it our media? I guess it's just our media that's suppressing
0: the story. Well, they weren't suppressing the story because ABC Disney broke my story October the seventeenth, two thousand and three, dude. Okay, I've been mean, in major front page newspapers, radio, magazine, television, mm-hmm. blogs, uh, just everything. Uh, yeah. What is going on? They're trying to suppress because I won. Mm-hmm. In the federal courts of Utah, they they sabotaged the California case, but didn't stop me from winning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the FBI and the DOJ validated the stuff and two two federal judges, you know. And I got all the copyright to all of the derivative movies and and stuff. Everything I own, everything.
1: So since, since and you they're embarrassed
0: what, because since you
1: mentioned it, let's talk because, about let's talk about what you won in the utah case so for folk who don't know sophia's been fighting uh is it warner brothers and the watowski brothers like who exactly were you and been engaged i know Listen several to me. Listen,
0: i've been fighting i haven't been fighting any for no rights because i've all, I already owned everything before i went to court okay what i went to court for was the damages so i didn't go to court to fight for ownership Okay. You you already know if you own something, you know if you got the title to the car, if you got the deed to the house. I had the copyright to the derivative, mm-hmm. and I had the copyright to the source work. Hmm. So what I went to court for was the damages. They owed me uh, billions of dollars, dude. Right. Over over four point nine billion dollars. Wow. Wow. So people don't go to court for ownership. You already know you own something. You already know if you bought a TV and you got the serial numbers and the receipt. You already know if you own the car. You already know if you're married to the woman or not. Mm-hmm. You, you have your marriage license. You don't go to court to find out if you're married. You don't go to court to find out if you own a car mm-hmm. or a house. That's the most ignorant. I don't know. Americans are the most ignorant people I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. And I and I believe it because Warner Brothers have put out all these programs, and this is what The Matrix is about, all these programs that the machines have put out and got people sleep, literally sleep, and in ignorance. Mm-hmm. And they started to speak ignorance until I wake them up. Right. And because remember how you thought I was an urban legend? That came from Warner Brothers, the program. Hmm. You didn't think of nothing like that. Right. On your, on your own. Yeah. That's pure ignorance. How can I be an urban legend if I'm selling books and selling Matrix and Terminator around the world?
3: Right, right, right.
0: How can I be an urban legend if I've been into the courts and I already won myself, pro se, with a default judgment?
3: Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Come on, how can I be a myth? Urban legend is a myth. How am I a myth? I'm flesh and blood.
1: Yeah, yeah, well and that's that's why that's why we got received. you in the program. That's why I got you in the program. So so just be clear, so you're you you're fighting for damages in terms of sales No, I've already
0: and, I've already I've already won. Okay. I did I wasn't fighting for damage. I went in there to show people as an example that you can beat this system who's stealing from you, the studios. Mm-hmm some of the Hollywood executives and people who are just greedy and ignorant. Mm-hmm. You cannot overcome, you know, truth. You can't beat truth, no matter how many lies, no matter how many illusions, no matter how many programs you create, you can't beat the truth.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So how long is this this ordeal for this, the different legal cases? How, how long, since 2000 or since the 90s? Like, how long have you been fighting in court?
0: Dude, I did not have anything going on in the 90s. I filed a court case in uh, 2003. Okay. Because what happened was in 1999, when I discovered the Matrix, they offered me money, 5 to $7 million. They're trying to buy the copyrights. But I, you know, I did accounting. I do accounting. I know how much money my property is Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give them my property is worth billions of dollars for five to seven million. Mm. So I went to the feds on them because it was a criminal act. You can't go around stealing copyright and work. Right. That's a, if you, get, if you let them get away with that. They think they can get away with it from everybody. True. They just start paying people off. So someone, so
1: someone hearing your story will automatically think that copyright offers them no protection as a creative person. Is that true?
0: No, it's not true, but this is the deal. Like the late John Kennedy once told the people, the power is with the people. The power is always with the people. The machines, the machinery, the studios that you believe in, that they got the power. Right. They don't have any power. They're just, they're just paying off, buying off people like the untouchables. They're mm-hmm. just buying off a lot of law enforcement people and senators and judges and lawyers and ignorance. Mm-hmm. But the people have to take back their own power, you know, because you're paying $65 or more for copyright. So they protect the studios. You steal something from the studios, you're going to go to jail. Right. So whatever is good for the goose is good for the ganda. Mm-hmm. So whatever protection they're getting, you can make them enforce it. You need to tell the feds, I'm not going to no, no court. I don't have no contractual dispute. Somebody steal my copy. Like, that's a theft case. hmm They sure in the hell don't tell you when you go in the store and you steal some meat or some drink. to go take it to the court. Go file a lawsuit. Right. They ain't going to tell you that. Right. They're going to take you to jail. hmm
1: so, well, so that's, with all that's, this experience... Steal your
0: house, steal your car, you're going to jail, dude. I
1: got you. I got you. So, Sophia, with all this experience and all the success under your belt, what kind of advice would you give writers out there now moving forward? And then I want to ask you about fan films and short films now. So, what kind of advice would you I, give writers?
0: I say that they, I would give advice to people to copyright their work and make the, government, make the government, the FBI and the DOJ protect your work the same way they do the studios. Because mm-hmm. if you're bootlegging the studios' movies, they're gonna send you to jail. You you making licensing deals, they're gonna send you to jail.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: you need to you need to get them to send these people to jail also, because your work, their work, and your work is the same. theirs is no more important than yours.
3: Right. True
0: that. True and the government said it, that's what that's what, and they don't let anybody talk into some. Poor man copyrights because the feds was involved in my case mm-hmm. because I had copyrights.
3: Right. Gotcha.
0: They investigated and validated the theft. Mm-hmm. So I read on copyright. your site.
1: I read on your site a mention of a movie. Is that correct? That's
0: like right. The fourth installment of the Matrix. That's what people have been waiting 13 years for.
1: So tell us about the production of it and, and give us some details about it.
0: Well, you don't have to tell anybody about the production. People are reading the book. Get the book. Mm -hmm. You've been waiting a long time. Get the book. The anticipation of the movie is going to come. Get the book now, just like you did with the Harry Potter book, just like you did with the Maze book, the Uh Breaking Dawn book, Uh the Gravity book. Get the book, and the movie's coming. That's what people do. They satisfy their urges. And I got the book and script form. I formatted that way to give all my fans a a movie thrill Mm-hmm. Okay. until the movie comes. Okay,
1: yeah, um the reason why I mention that is because I also look at fan films. I review fan films, and the quality of the fan films is damn near on par with anything you see on Netflix or you know sometimes even some movies. But the cost of production is low. If if you had to do it all over again, do you think you would maybe look at you know doing something like as an internet distribution vehicle and 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 that kind of thing? I mean, it just seems like the cost of production is really dropping.
0: Well, no, things are changing. My movie changed the whole paradigm of how Hollywood view movies and how they how they do business. Yeah, I don't know if you know that or not, but. You're not going to need the studios anymore. I have talked about this because I'm talking about all futuristic stuff. Sure. Hey, every sure. technology is going to put them out of business the same way that IBM and Xerox got put out of business.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: Apple and Microsoft have to take their places.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. What
0: happened is you become obsolete. And most people don't like to think of that. Because the studios, they got these projectors that last for 50, 40, 50 years. Right. But the way technology is going now, they got better graphics, better special effects. They don't need the studios to do distribution anymore because we have the internet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have, a, you know, alien technology that's coming in Matrix 4 that's um, 15 to 20 years ahead. I'm talking about computerized warfare with the drones back 30 years ago. I was talking about digital downloading, barcodes, body scanners, food scanners. How they were gonna teach with the the computer games and everything. I was talking about that thirty some years before it became even a reality, dude. I was talking about the Illuminati and the Masons, the symbolism, the whole the whole nine yards. So, so, so so then the question
1: becomes: So your art wasn't imitating life. Your art was your art was like predicting life.
0: That's right. My art was predicting and prophesizing mm-hmm. what was going to happen, and so is the Matrix 4 when you get it. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. It's blowing people's minds all over the world right now, mm. because I'm talking about alien technology that's 15 to 20 years ahead. I'm talking about virtual penal systems, dude. Can you imagine that, where you'll have white laser rings around you, and you'll be walking around. You'll become your own judge, jury, and executioner in the future.
2: Wow. If you commit a
0: crime... Now, the the drones will become larger. They won't be small like they are now. They're Mm going to be big and Mm -hmm. soundless, and they'll come and pick you up, and you won't even know, and they'll they'll date you on your way back to Homeland Security. In the future, they'll create a database with your hair, with your tattoos. They will scan your whole body and your DNA and everything, Mm -hmm. your fingerprints, the whole nine yards, and they will videotape you committing a crime via satellite.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, they're doing that and sometimes. Downturn, sort of they're of the doing PC that now. Yeah, they're doing that now with closed circuit will... television.
0: Yeah, that's because they heard me talking about this. You know how long I've been talking about this, dude? <laughs> I've been interviewing nonstop since October the 17th, 2003. You wow. don't think you're listening to my interviews? Then you need to check yourself because my fans have posted over a thousand of my interviews on YouTube alone. Wow. And people from around the globe, since we have the Internet, are listening to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm talking about this stuff, and they're listening. Even Homeland Security and the FBI got autographed copies of my book. What do wow. you think? Homeland Security sent me some unclassified information that used to be classified 60 years ago, So they said, I saw the Roswell incident. I said, what do you mean I saw the Roswell incident? They said, you got an alien ship in your Matrix 4 book. We didn't even know how that ship flew.
1: Are you serious? Yes. I'm very serious,
0: dude. I'm very serious. In the book, I'm talking about how it cloaks, how it hovers like a helicopter, and how it breaks the time barrier of of a jet, Mm -hmm. and how it flies with magnetic ring pulsion and the reverse of gravity.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And they got the very ship that I described in the book, the alien ship. Wow! I am not joking with you. It's, so, it's reality. So this is this this
1: is curious. This is curious. So where do you get your food for thought from? Do you read like science journals? Do you?
0: I don't read anything, dude. Uh-huh. I'm the one that writes the book. The books don't write me. Hmm. I don't. The books don't teach me. I taught the book. The <laughs> book didn't come before me. I came before the book. Okay. All right. So All how's right. the book gonna be smarter than me? What uh, I need to learn from the book when I write the book,
3: right, right.
0: All information comes from our DNA. Mm-hmm. All information is access to our brains. right. And what you're capable of, of doing or not doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't need to read anybody. I, the information is inside of us, DNA. Yeah. How well how well in tune are you in tune with yourself, with your true higher conscious self? Well let's talk about that.
1: Can you talk a little bit about your beliefs? Like you said that you had Native American and Portuguese ancestry. Like how does that impact right, your do. beliefs? Can you talk about that? Your beliefs Well my
0: grandmother different. came from the reservations of Arizona. Not Arizona, excuse me, um, Missouri. Okay. She came from the reservations of Missouri.
1: Hmm. And so what nation, what what tribe is she from?
0: Cherokee, full-blooded Cherokee.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: So I have this gift inside of me of knowing or knowledge. And this knowledge come out of me, dude. I don't need to. You can call me at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4, 5 o'clock, and I will come and I will spew out information and knowledge. Hmm. I don't need to look at no paperwork. I don't need to read anything. I don't need to get up and practice. I don't need to tell anybody they can't ask me any questions. You can ask me any questions you want. I tell everybody that on all my interviews. Mm -hmm. There is not a question that you cannot answer, ask me, that I can't answer. Hmm. And if I don't know the answer, I will be honest with you and tell you I don't know. And I will tell you if it's a program, if it's bullshit, or Mm -hmm. you're just simply on another lower conscious level. Gotcha. I can scan your energy, scan you, I mm-hmm. can read you, mm-hmm. process everything about any individual. I don't care who they are. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with their body because the bodies are not you. Okay. Who are you You and who you are is the energy that's how, that the body is housing. Right. And once you realize that you're nothing but vibrations or magnetism, and that's what life is, magnetism, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That's why magnets keep things together. Sure. That's why everything is magnetized. It holds everything together. And what holds you down here, you know, is gravity.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: once you start to learn what the elements are, water, air, fire, earth, you know what I'm talking about? When you learn these elements, the wind, air, you know, water, fire, ice, when you start to learn what these elements mean and everything to you, then you begin to understand and really understand the world and the universal principles and laws that you live in, Okay, you will have respect for all living things, Hmm. not respect for all innate things. Okay, Because all these people are doing on earth is like ignorant little children fighting over innate things. Innate means things that are dead, like a gun, houses, cars, money, a bit of a paper, jewelry, oil. Mm-hmm. Fighting over innate stuff that has no life, right. that is going to be here when you're dead and gone. Mm-hmm. So you won't even have lived your life because you're going to die rich. A lot of you, and a lot of celebrities, that's what you see, dying rich but never lived your life. Mm. That's right. Can okay. you imagine it's better to have lived your life than to die rich? True. And God tried to tell you about that in the Bible, but you guys were not getting it. You uh-huh. didn't even understand what he was talking about. Uh-huh. People fucking and fighting right now over guns and innate stuff and ignorant stuff uh-huh. that has no life to it. And they don't, even, they don't even have that long. This is what's so funny and cartoonish, that people don't even have that long. Right. They all got numbers on them and they don't even know when their number is up. And wow. they don't know that they should be enjoying life, uh-huh. living and enjoying what they have in front of them. Wow. Because they don't know the hour of the day or the minute or the second when it's all gone. Because so, this so let me, stuff, let me, let me break in a for a second. You that a million times over.
1: Sophia, let me break in for a second. You said that you challenge people to ask you a question. I have a question for you. What do you sense, what are you seeing for America within the next, say, five years? Do you see anything major happening? Any Any kinds of changes? People are anxious about the political thing and, 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 and you know immigration and all this kind of stuff I mean what do you sense happening in America within the next say five years
0: I see the same thing that happened uh, a million years ago a thousand years ago uh, 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 a hundred years ago okay the only thing that's going on here and you need to listen very carefully and you need to get this you need to process this The only thing that's going on here is people being born and people dying and leaving. The moment somebody's being born, somebody dies, the moment of a birth. Mm -hmm. And the moment of a death, there's a birth. And all that's going on is you coming in here and enjoying what little time you got and you leaving out of here. And everything that you came in here, you came in here with nothing. Mm -hmm. And when you leave, guess what? You're not taking nothing with you. Mm -hmm. So everything that you came in here and you saw, it's going to be here when you leave. And that cycle is an endless cycle. It's called an atom, A-T-O-N. And it's called the cycle of life. And that's all that's going on. People coming in, enjoying here for a moment, and leaving out. That's it. Nothing else is going on, dude. Everything else is a program.
2: Wow. There's
0: nothing else going on. When you realize, when you really process, that all you have is this continuance, continuations of continuing motion of coming in and leaving, and that all of this stuff here, the earth will never be destroyed. Hmm. And all the stuff that used to be here when the Egyptians were here, when when Stonehedge was here,
2: mm-hmm. when
0: all the all everything, all the artifacts of the Greeks and everybody, the, all the stuff that they enjoyed is still here. Okay. Except for them, except for them. Right. And the only thing that's getting destroyed here, not the world now, not the earth, not the food, not the water, not, not all of the animals in it. No, they go through evolution. They evolve into a higher level of being or, you know, of insects or animals or whatever. Gotcha. But the only thing that's going on here is you coming in here and you leaving and everything that used to be belonged to somebody is still here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and when you go back and you look, all the civilizations, Pompeii, Babylon, Rome, Sodom and Gomorrah, which is sodomizing and gundaria. Mm. That's right. Mesopotamia, Summer, Summer Sumner, all of them are gone. G-O-N-E, gone. All of the people are gone.
3: Right.
0: They used to be in these great civilizations. They're gone. And mm-hmm. there's just proof that they were here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's this. Because you know what the proof is? All of these objects that they were fighting over, that they did wars over, that they killed each other, that they were fussing and cursing over, mm-hmm. is still here. And and the people that are coming in has been using the same stuff that the ancient Egyptians used a million years ago, about seven thousand years ago. Same gold, same wow. oil, same water, because all of it is just uh, being remanufactured. It sure. goes through a cycle. Everything goes well, through a cycle of obedience.
1: Let's let's think about you mentioned cycle now. From my understanding of our previous conversation about the neo character. Is there any reincarnation in your original story in the third eye?
0: Well, he he, he ascends into his fourth dimensional light body. Okay. So he's flying, dude, but he's not Superman. Mm -hmm. He's able to dodge the bullets. He he can touch the mirror and go up to the other dimension. He can jump into Agent Smith's body, which is is Mm antimatter. And he's matter. So matter going into antimatter because he's a virus. Mm-hmm. It explodes. It blows it up.
1: Wow. Do you believe in reincarnation to, like uh as a as an well, idea? Well,
0: listen to what I'm saying, listen to what I'm saying. Okay. If reincarnation is real, listen very carefully. If reincarnation was real and in my belief the reincarnation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I would say it was the DNA.
2: Hmm.
0: I would say it was the DNA. That is left to, from to you from your ancestors, and you're able to access that DNA. You're able to crack that genome, okay. just like what they did with uh, Loretta Lax's genes, and they extracted knowledge out of those genes.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where it cut off. Believe it or not, that's where it cut off. Uh, the phone just disconnected. There didn't seem any technical issues on my part. I finally reached the back and Yo family, what's going on with you? I hope y'all dug that interview. This is Jonathan Soul Speak With You Now. I want you to support my brothers and sisters by following them on social media and going to their website and picking up that product so we can stop focusing so much on issues and start focusing on building industry. For more episodes, go to jonathonsoul.com, J O H N A T H A N S O U L dot com. And, of course, I'm on social media. I'm on uh, Jonathan Soul at Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. And I'm I'm over at uh, Black Spot as well, that terrific Facebook competitor. Listen, family, I love you guys. And I want all your dreams to come true. And my dreams can't come true without you. And yours can't come true without me. So let's support each other. And let's build this thing together. I love you guys. Peace and love to you and your family. Till next time.